Hello and welcome to another review edition of the Order Archives podcast. On this episode, we discuss and review the recent release, Bill and Ted Face the Music, as well as talking about the previous two movies, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure and Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey, of which I both loved as a kid. However, these were a movie blind spot for returning guest Max Todd, who hadn't seen either of these until very recently, so we talk about whether these films still hold up in 2020 without the childhood nostalgia. Again, be warned, these do contain spoilers for all three movies. Thanks for listening and enjoy. Maxi boy, how we doing, mate? Very well, yourself? Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. Right, so earlier this week we both saw <laughs> the third Bill and Ted film, Bill and Ted Face the Music. Um, I'm probably it's fair to say I was m- maybe more excited than you were to see this. Um, so I, as you know, I have never seen Bill and Ted before. I was aware of their, um, how, how do you say this, their, their cultural, their cult status as part of, you know, um, you know, classic movies and that, but I've never, yeah. you know, I've never watched them in their entirety. So Friday night, I watched both Excellent Adventure and Bogus Journey back to back. Yeah. And So while, it, while we go on, to, while we talk about that then, before, before you say, what your thoughts were of those just for context for me bill and ted especially excellent adventure was my childhood film okay. it was my what was, are you saying like as in like one of your childhood films or the childhood film <laughs> i only had one film ever <laughs> <laughs> it was bill and ted's excellent adventure. no it was just the film that was I don't know how we had it, whether we had it on video or or what, but we just I just felt like I watched it a lot. Okay. And at the time, I remember that age, I was very much into history and used to read, you remember the horrible history books? Yes. And I used to be obsessed with those. So like the history part of um, Excellent Adventure, I just absolutely lapped up. And the sort of the rock genre of music as well, just okay. all of it, all of it played into what I liked. And... Um, yeah, it, it, it was just the film that I could happily, even now, I could just happily put on and know word for word. I think it, I think we said before, like, I know a lot of people's childhood film was Back to the Future, which is obviously a similar theme of a film with time travel and stuff like that. But I, that, that completely passed me by in my childhood. I didn't watch that until at least a couple of years ago for the first time, which is shocking, I know. But See, I feel a bit bad now because... Like, you've got legit reasons why that film is your, like, childhood pillow. Like, like you said, you, you, you know, you're a big fan of history and rock music, and that was kind of like a combination of both genres. My childhood films were, like, Happy Gilmore and Billy Madison. Like, Adam Sandler was my, like, and, like, like no, actually, I tell you what, my childhood film, if you want to talk about, like, the film that was, like, the first one you can go back and say, like, you genuinely loved and watched time after time, was The Mask with Jim Carrey. Yes, yes, that's a good shout. Due in part, you know, and we've discussed this off air, 
Um, pretty sure my first ever erection was what looking at Cameron Diaz. Um, not sure what's happened since, but there you go. But like the mask, like I don't know. I, that I think that was kind of like you know I love my superhero films, and he was a superhero, I guess, in in certain respects. But yeah, I, it's what we said before. Like I don't think Cameron Diaz has ever looked the same from that film. No. It's like it's a different person. I know she's obviously I'm, grown older, I'm pretty but... sure that she was wearing a mask. Like she was wearing yeah. the real mask because yeah. But 100%. but no, I, I get that, and you know, I think it's 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 quite funny. It's only when you mentioned it that it, I kind of really clicked onto it. Like you say about the Back to the Future and the <clears throat> like the Bill and Ted, they're very similar concepts. Obviously, the time travel and you know that kind of thing, and obviously made around the same time. It is quite funny when you put it in the way of saying like. You're kind of back to the future of Bill and Ted because it is kind of it's, it is. It's one one it is, series yeah. has got the DeLorean, the other one's got a phone yeah. box. It's Star Wars um, and Star Trek. You know, yeah. they're similar things, similar timelines. Um, it's, it's a weird you know. one as well because I remember, and we'll go on to what you think of the first two because it's quite. It'd be quite interesting to hear sort of your side as someone who you know older now watching it like a. Um, watching those two films as opposed to me who grew up with those films and I've I've obviously got like anyone who's loved films that when they watched as a kid they've got that nostalgic element that I think sometimes you're it blinds you to how good slash bad a film or bad mainly how bad a film is because you know that was the film I grew up with so yeah. even if I mean, it is terrible now it still well, has a place in my heart yeah I mean we've talked about like the Batman films, like the, what was it, Batman, um, Batman and Robin with like Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> as Mr. Freeze, like, you know, you know, I remember watching that as a kid and being like, this is the greatest film ever made, like it's so good, and now you watch it now and it's just the cheesiest, campiest, like. But it's, it's great for the wrong reasons, like the yeah. lines that Arnie has, it's just, hey. What killed the dinosaur, Arnie. big freeze, like it's just. It's the Ice Age. That's it, yeah, the Ice Age. Oh, it's just just stuff like that. It's just, you you appreciate it as a grown-up in a different way. Yeah. Um, But I think think, think you're right. I think there's films that you do, you know, you cling on to as a kid. Or or you cling on to in a way because they just remind you of certain things of being a child and, you know, having that. Easier easier times. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I remember, so yeah, so the first one, Excellent Adventure, I think out of the two uh, of that and bogus journey is the more family friendly. And I think it's quite lighthearted and funny. Um, but bogus journey. I remember watching that one as around the same time. Cause I, I mean, the first one came out, I think in 89. So I'd only just yes, been born. And the second one came out in 91. Yeah. So, you know, I would have watched these not obviously around that time, but a bit later on, but I remember watching bogus journey and it's a, it's much more darker, I think than the first one because there's scenes where they've got like robot versions of them and they like kind of open their chests up to reveal like the mechanical like stomach they've got i remember as a kid going oh that's freaky man and they've got the hell scenes where they've got the the bunny rabbit chasing them through hell and stuff which is i watched that back and it's just like this is this is weird but so so bearing in mind that they both those films have a special place in my heart as a new as someone now watching those for the first time very recently (laughs) and go easy on me but what do you think of those two so so excellent adventure i thought was brilliant it was um 
very cool concept. Um, you know, the whole idea, they've got a history reports. So they literally go and, you know, the, the idea is they've got to write a report on what historical figures would think of their hometown in present day. Um, you know, I love the idea that they literally, they literally go and get historical figures to um, come to the, you know, the present day as well. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. It was very, um, even from the openings, even from the opening, it was very like the 80s visuals of like real um, visual effects. You know, you've got the massive, um, I don't, it's almost like a prism thing coming down from the ceiling um, mm. at the start. And it's just like, it's just, a, it's, a, it's a real visual effect. It's not, you know, it's not CGI or anything. But yeah. like even the soundtrack was so good and it's just, yeah. There's a lot so of stuff good. that, like, you know, it's made in 89. You know, we were both born in 89. I think that was kind of one of those things where it's like, you know, we missed that era of the 80s. But that is yeah. that is kind of one of those sort of, um, like, quintessential 80s things of, you know, garage bands. And it's just, it's funny, like, the big camcorders, like, they're recording themselves on. Yeah, yeah. And, and even just, just their, their dress sense. Because I think Bill is wearing, like, a basically like a crop top for most yeah, of the film yeah. which you could pull off today and it's you know it's this is you know like the let's go to the mall you know it's it's that whole kind of like yeah uh that you know i said it before that quintessential 80s kind of americana like you know this is what teenage life is it's we're in a band we're gonna go to the mall we've got to you know we got school tomorrow we got to report you know it's just all this kind of like yeah you know, all that stuff that you you know we both probably same as me, you know, you, you kind of exposed to a lot of that as a kid because, you know, a lot of the films you watch are American. They're, you know, mm. they're, they're filmed in America. They've got American stars. It's very, I very rarely watched anything that was British as a kid. Yeah. Um, and if it was, it was like on TV as opposed to an actual film. I feel um, like it's one of the, is towards the end of that sort of decade. It was obviously it's towards the end, it's 89, but it's the last sort of big ish film that of, of that decade that has that 80s sort of style, you know, yeah. it reminds me of like breakfast club and those other John Hughes films where it focuses predominantly on high school and stuff like that. American high school. It seems to be, I think that's like the bookend of the eighties fi yeah. um, of films that, that shows yeah. that in a, in a way. And I, I, I agree with your point. It's a very much more a family orientated one because it's, it's a very simple story. You know, two guys kind of drop outs, um, you know, they've got, you know, uh, Ted has got the threat of being sent to military school in Alaska over his head. You know, yeah. it's, you know, we've got a book report. We've got to finish this end of year report. Oh, we'll go and get historical figures and we travel through time. We meet Rufus and he'll, he'll help us. It's, it's quite a cool little story. You know, it's, um, it's not as, you know, if you compare it to Back to the Future, Back mm. to the Future is quite grown up. Like yeah. it's, you know, because it's the whole thing of about, uh, you know, you can't mess around with time because you'll mess, you know, you mess up the timeline and you'll not exist and you have to get your mum and dad together. And, you know, it's, it's a little bit more complex. Foc that, that focuses more on actual time travel and the, yes. uh, and not so much in detail as other films, but it, no, it, and more and the so than Bill and Ted. The yeah. And the time travel in this isn't used as like the main focus. It's no. almost as if like, it's kind of in the background almost. It's almost just their, it's almost just their point from, a to b as opposed to like being the actual um it's just a mode of transport in the film yeah it's, it's just, just a plot device to get some people from yeah. history back in there really I, yeah i loved uh, napoleon as well being in like you know modern day um <laughs> he's great you know loving ice cream ziggy, hating bowling piggy, loving ziggy, loving the piggy ziggy, piggy. <laughs> ziggy piggy but the um 
when he goes to the Waterloo um, uh, water park as well and how much he loves the slides and stuff. It's just, I, I thought it was brilliant. How, but, how good is the mall scene as well, where they're like, they all get lost. All of those historical yes. figures get lost. And you've got like... Um, Genghis Khan just like smashing heads of yes. mannequins with his baseball bat. <laughs> it's so, so good. So uh, I had one of those kind of moments where I was like, I had to pause the film for a moment because I was like, I know Genghis Khan. I I've seen him in before something before. I'm sure he's in Die Hard. And I looked it up and I was like, yes, he is in Die Hard. Is like, he? The, is he just one of the henchmen, the random henchmen? Yeah. So he's is the he? hench. He's the henchman that. Um, I don't, I don't know if you remember in uh, Die Hard, yeah, yeah. there's a bit when they all line up at the front of the entrance and he like steals a, a candy bar from like the news agents that's in yeah. the office. Yeah. He's he's that henchman. I was like, no yeah. And it was just one of those random things. I was like, I don't want to look too much into it, but like, I think I know who that is. But, it makes sense. Yeah, it was just... around the same time. I'm eight, Die Hard's like 88, I think. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, it makes sense. But... Um, yeah, it was just it was a very very fun film, very easy to follow. There were some good laughs. Like it was it was silly, um, silly yeah. laughs as well. But like you know, <laughs> the thing that kind of like um, sticks out for me is when it's like uh, when he's like Bill, who was Joan of Arc, and he's like Noah's wife. Noah's wife, dude. Just just dumb little lines like that. And I love the whole thing of like, you know, his, his stepmom being uh, the girl two, two years older than them, you know, Missy, who's married to his dad and stuff like that. It's just, um, you know, it, it's, it, it, you know, it even made me laugh the whole kind of like, um, you know, Napoleon's traveled hundreds of years in the future, doesn't know where he is. And they're like, Deacon, can you just look after him? Like just saying to his little brother, like, this is Napoleon, just take him bowling. Now here's some money, like go and like, just, it's, it's just, it's just funny. It's just it was just a very it is. and I think that's it's not a film to take seriously. It knows no. what it is. It's a bit of fun. It's all upbeat. There's no cynicism in it. It's all sort of good-hearted fun, um, which is why I love it. I think. But yeah. what, going on to the bogus journey, then, what did so, you think of that one? So bogus journey is where you know you're tired. You're you know you're on your last legs. I've got my head down. I look up at you and I say, I'm sorry, I love you. And then I super kick you because I, I need, I've, I've, so watching it literally back to back probably didn't help because I kind of expected almost a continuation of the first film. Right. Um, I, I, I maybe, you know, I maybe need to watch it again just to kind of give it a second chance, but I flat out hated it. Like <laughs> I, I didn't find it, as fun it was very uh i don't know it was yeah it, you know you kind of point t- touching it It was quite dark it was quite like you know yeah, um, it's a massive tone shift because like yeah because they actually you know, die and go to hell and it's like kids were watching the first one so yeah and it's a case of you know it's um you know they're they're down in their luck you know they're they're kind of wasters you know their music isn't that great they're not even they're not even considered to be a top band in the battle of the bands they're kind of doing it as you know a or oh, you can go on last kind of thing. It's kind of like, oh, you're not, you're not, you're not, you're not the heroes you're built up to be in the first one. And it was, um, I don't know. And then it just got very weird with the whole, like going to hell thing. I, I, I thought it was funny. The whole like seven seals reference where he's like, they're playing. Yeah. The, um, with death. You know, the, that chest. Yeah, with death. Bat- I thought, you have I, sunk I thought, my battleship. That's it. When he's like, 
But I thought that was quite funny, like the fact that, you know, they're playing death with Battleship. But even that, that joke kind of got wet, like they play Battleship. Stretched out. Then they play Twister. Then they play um, oh, Pluto. And it just, yeah. it just, you know, it would have been funny to just keep it as a Battleship thing and, you know, just, but, but whatever. But yeah, and like the last bit when, oh God, I just remembered the bit with the weird alien thing. Station. Station. Yeah. And it's just like, it's weird. Fuck is going on with that? And it's just, it's yeah. It was, it just, it's one of those classic things. It's one of those, it's one of those classic situations where a film does really well. So they make a sequel to capitalize on the popularity. Mm-hmm. They give them like five or six times the budget. So because they've got five or six times the budget, they have to go five and six times crazier. And yeah. it's just one of those things where it's like you've lost the essence of what you were with the original. Yeah, hundred um, percent agree. But yeah, it's. I, I may need to watch it again. It. I, I was just. I was a little bit gutted that it just wasn't. You know, like the first one, where it's kind of a simple, fun adventure. This was a bit more darker and kind of. I don't know. It was just a bit off the wall kind of thing. No, I, I definitely agree with that. I think I have that kind of watching it as a kid, just growing up with it. I think I slightly enjoyed it more because I enjoy, I love the characters so much in the first one. Yeah, yeah it's definitely a tone tonal shift in the second, and it is darker it's not as good i think the um i think death in there is probably the best sort of bit in that's not bill and ted focused everything else is a bit of a mess station it just feels like that's bolted on um and it's just it's It's just just very weird it's just very weird it just seems very uh i don't know a little bit forced almost it's just it's a very weird kind of like what else can we add on here yeah oh we've got all this money what should we do let's have a you know two prosthetic aliens that actually become one and then we have like a scene where it makes the robots for us and stuff and it was just kind of like i don't know just it just seemed very very odd and it moved away from the kind of like simple fun storytelling time traveling kind of thing you know that it wasn't that but uh, yeah yeah so so we've after saying those seeing those two then and kind of going in to the third one a bit up to date what were your thoughts on the recent face the face the music the third film I uh, I really liked it. I really I, I really liked the third one. To be fair, I thought it was it's one of those things where I, I suppose more so for you than me. It's one of those things like for me, I could probably put it on par with say like the upcoming Ghostbusters film where they've mm. got like the original cast coming back. Like it's thirty nearly forty years since they made the last one, and it's like you know it's a it's a true it's going to be a true sequel it's going to be a proper mm. like you know don't be wrong they're older and you know you know whatever it, it, yeah they're not got the charm they used to but it's it's one of those things where i'm kind of at the age now where fan service for me is a big win like yeah. you know i said I, I know it kind of annoys you but like the, the recent star wars films yeah my fate my favorite parts wasn't the you know the new um new characters or trying new things it was like no show me an old character show me an old spaceship show me an old planet i know like it, it was I, 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 whether or not it's just my cynicism of like i don't want to see new things i just want to see the same old crap um but yeah it was just it was nice to see like you know it was nice to see the original cast even though they even had his dad and you know it was nice to see um the devil you know the, the same actor for that it was just it was just it was nice. It was like a, it was, it was a true sequel in the sense of there wasn't any kind of like 
recasting or or um it was just it was just a nice continuation of I where think, they left off kind of thing i think that's probably the the best way to describe it is it's a nice film yeah <laughs> it's a it's fine um it doesn't it did going in as a would i say hardcore fan yeah fuck it hardcore fan um <laughs> i i didn't come out sort of let down because i'm i'm I know the film was kind of done on the back of sort of fans um, yeah, yeah. Want, wanting it uh, and being so long that I think the fact that it's been so long and that they're older um, was actually a good plot device to have as a yes. as a as a storyline for, for the film. Obviously, like the whole plot is essentially that they've got older and older and have had kids and they still haven't written this amazing song that's supposed to yes. unite the, the world that was supposed to happen at the end of the second film. Um, so I thought that was quite good of way of working that into, you know, as obviously as they've got older and older, because I'm pretty sure Bill and Ted three has just been in the pipeline as a, has been bouncing around as a script for like the last, I wouldn't say decade at least. Yeah. Uh, and they just couldn't pin it all down. But, um, but yeah, I think overall, I think it's, it's fine. I did laugh quite a bit at the, the new um, kind of, Kind of what death is in Bogus Journey in this one. It's got like that robot guy that's sent oh, back to Dennis. Kill them. Yeah, Dennis. I oh he... God, I'm so sorry. Because oh. <laughs> it, was, it was obviously meant to be ridiculous because it was a robot, yet you could see his teeth, like yeah. the guy's teeth. Um, and I love how after, like, about halfway through, he kind of gets a conscience and feels bad for killing yeah. people and stuff. I thought it was a great like comedic relief in the film that it needed. Um, I think, oh, yeah, over, I think probably say it's, it's a nice film. It's not, it's not, you know, blow, didn't blow me away or anything like that. I did laugh more than I thought I would. Yes. I did find it was, it was more at other characters though, and not Bill and Ted themselves. It was, there was an element of cringe when they've got um, old Keanu Reeves and old Alex Winter still saying <laughs> excellent and dude and party on and all that stuff. Um, I don't know. I said, I think I said to you in the screening, I was like, Keanu Reeves moves like he's like 80. It's a weird yeah, thing. Like, I, cause he's I doing think... John Wick where he's, you know, he needs to be agile and he's doing these combat scenes and stuff. But in here, he seemed really sluggish. The only thing I was thinking of is whether or not that's, that's supposed to be intentional. Like he's supposed to be a bit of a slacker, kind of like, mm-hmm. you know, like not really, um, I don't know. I don't know the word, like the, lack of a better term but not really you know not really care about his posture not really really care mm. about like you know just kind of just kind of breezing through life kind of thing but i know what you mean it was almost like there was a couple of times where it was like he's walking like a robot sort of thing but um, yeah it was it was a it was a bit odd i did find the um it was weird because as he plays um ted he he seemed a bit more like reserved but then he plays all these other iterations of ted like future versions of yeah ted. and he, come out and he seemed show. more yeah he comes out of his show and he's more yeah, animated I, like you've got I like the british version of him and he was hilarious and you had yeah. this like hench prisoner version of him and he, he was funny even the bit when it was like them two years in the future and they were like playing an open mic gig at that hotel even that version of him seemed a bit more like uh yeah like you know coming out of his show a bit more charismatic and and all but ted as actual ted kind of felt a bit not phoned in but like not not as vibrant as yeah um, as he has in previous films because um, i mean even even in the in yeah in the first two films he's quite anim- animated in his oh, yeah, like, expressions are. and stuff 
But here he just seemed a bit more like static, I think. Yeah, I'd agree. I would agree. Um, but the but there is one thing and it kind of leads into another thing mm. that I did really not like about Ooh, it. Go. Shoot. I couldn't stand <laughs> the <their> daughters. daughters. <laughs> I like I don't know I don't know what it right, so there's there's and it and it leads into another thing I didn't like and I talked to this I talked to this about this with another mate who's seen it and he explained it and I was like, Yeah, you've explained it, but it still doesn't mean I have to like it. Like yeah. you know, but I just I don't know, his daughters were just like they're so they kind of they were bad imitations of Bill and Ted for yeah, starters. I agree, I agree. Um, you know, we have Bill and Ted, we don't need another Bill and Ted. It would have been funnier, I think, if they were the complete opposite of them. I was think I was saying the same thing. I if they played it straight, like they were looking at their dads like you bunch of idiots. Yeah. I think it would have been I think they still love funnier. him and they still yeah, they still love him and they still want to help him, but not like, oh, because we're literally them. Like it would have been cool if they were like, you know, a bit different. That, yeah, you because know, like because they kind of shared the same like love for the same music and everything they did was awesome, even though it was ridiculous. Like the whole wedding scene at the start, which was made although it was funny um was obviously made that you know the music they're playing is terrible but their kids just loved it regardless i think they did miss a trick there they played it straight and they were kind of like oh dad you're so or like like you said love them but like you're you're losers you need to sort of grow up now i think that would have actually been a bit more heartwarming towards the end maybe but the yeah it just i don't know they were just the very bad imitations of them and also, I hated the fact that, and this is a spoiler, by the way, for anyone who hasn't seen it and may see it, you know, <laughs> whatever. But I, I, and they do it. They do this in so many films now, where they have like, you know, a sequel many, many years later. I hated the fact that it was like, oh yeah, you're not the Preston and Logan that were going to save the universe. It was actually your daughters the whole time. So really, mm. what you've done the last couple of films means fuck all you're just a part yeah. of it you're not the actual saviors you're, you're not the actual heroes it's your daughters and it's kind of like okay cool i thought uh, it was yeah i agree i think it was it was one of those things it was like nice in the moment like it's yeah. a good idea but then when you sit come out of it and go well well that's just kind of ruined the whole storyline for yeah. the whole film it's it's what it's, it's one of those films where um it's like one of the alien films. Again, apologies for people. This is a spoiler. It's one of the alien films where it's like, oh, actually, you know, they didn't make it out alive. And it's like, cool. So that heroic, massive, like brilliant thing in the previous film meant shit just so you can get a quick win that says, oh, yeah, that didn't happen. Like, it, you know, it's, it's one of those things where you're just like, cool. You just completely undermined not not to spark know, this, not to spark star wars debate again but that's that's oh, pretty much what rise of skywalker does mate uh, uh sorry <laughs> sorry sorry do you mean the last jedi does that sorry no think... last jedi happened and then rise of walker sky uh skywalker was like you know all those things you hated let's just ignore them let's keep the fans happy sorry do you mean when the last jedi <laughs> says oh you know jedis yeah it's not really a thing yeah don't like oh you know the force powers and the no it doesn't the ancient, say that it doesn't ancient, say that the ancient writings and stuff. Yeah, just burn them. Don't worry about that. Yeah, sod it. You know, 
I feel like we definitely did another podcast on that alone. <laughs> yeah, that could fill hours of, of stuff. Need, but, um, yeah, we could, but we need like a mediator or something. Yeah, like, like some sort of legal guardian present yeah, to... 100%. It would just turn into like Donald Trump, Biden, but if it was about, <laughs> Star, if it was about Star Wars, you'd start talking. You and just go, no, you're an idiot. No, you're an idiot. Shut up, man. Just... <laughs> Yeah. Um, but yeah i think it's a good point i think um but yeah it was, it was kind of lazy to just say no you're you're the ones that are taking over and it was kind of like huh okay yeah it just it felt weird that they're trying to write the music that's going to save them so they're going after what essentially turns out to be a flash drive but why aren't they the one going back in time and getting all the best people ever to i don't know it just it you know I don't want to pick apart it because it's it's not supposed to be a film that's you know you're supposed to kind of yeah, exactly pick Everything. apart it is a, it is a fun film and I did enjoy it more than I thought I would but it was just it was one of those things it's it kind of fell into that current cliche where it's like oh you know we have to have the next generation oh they have to be you know and yeah, it's just yeah. kind of like oh like yeah, just let us love the characters we used to and just let them still be the characters we loved rather than having to drag them into the 21st century yeah 100% there was some nice um, cameos from there Dave Grohl and Kid Coody were in there and I loved how Kid Coody knew um, everything about time travel it was like a running (laughs) gag he was like he was talking about all sorts of stuff and they were just like yeah whatever man Um, (laughs) but um, I thought one trick they that I thought of afterwards that they should have used it would have been cool if they'd bumped into their themselves from the previous films Yes. So, like their younger selves in some sort of timeline well, bumped into I mean, them and how they've done that somehow. Yeah, because they had the hologram of Rufus, didn't they? Um, yeah. So it would have been cool if they had like, yeah, I think I think you're right. If they had ran into their their previous selves, um, that would have been quite a cool little thing. To I kind think of... we've been to get some some good fan service because they did they did reference a few things. They did randomly say station in the film. Yes. And I was like, that just seemed a bit random, but it was like a nice throwback. And they had the whole, uh, yeah, it was the woman that played Missy, like uh, the stepmom yes. was in it again and she'd moved on to a different member yeah, of the family, yeah, that, which I thought was funny. was funny. But um, I thought there was, I was hoping there was a bit more, a few more, although actually Death was in there as well, which I thought was a great, it was actually one of the better scenes when they're trying to get Death back in the band. Yeah. Um, because they'd sued him for his like forty-minute bass solo, which I thought was just ridiculously brilliant. Um, it's yeah, I think I, I I agree. I think it's one of those films where fan service would have gone a long way to kind of just have that that you know that nostalgia kick that so you kind of go and see that film for almost. Yeah. Um, and I think that I think that you know that's that's the kind of trap that a lot of these films fall into these days is when it is a reboot or a, or a sequel or something like that, you're going to have people that may not have the um, emotional connection or the mm. nostalgic connection to something. So they're just going to, they're just, they're just enjoying it as it is. Yeah. But when you've got, you know, like you said, it's your, it's your childhood film. It's your, you know, it's a pillar of your childhood. Yeah. You kind of, you, you have, you, you know, I, I think you're entitled to certain expectations. I think you're entitled to, you know, expect certain things from. Oh, this thing, this thing you loved as a kid. Well, it's not dead and buried yet. We're going to bring it back for a little bit. You know, one more time. Mm-hmm. You kind of expect it to be like, okay, cool. Don't harm it. Make it worth it. Make yeah. it worth you. You know, you resurrecting it. Exactly. Um, I've been. I'm in an iron as to whether it was worth coming out. I don't think 
I don't think it's a bad film, but it's not amazing at the same worse. time. I think it's, yeah, I think there's been worse sort of revisitings of franchises. The other one I'm nervous about is actually another Keanu Reeves one. It's The Matrix. They've announced Matrix 4. Yeah. And I'm a bit nervous about that. I think it's like, well, kind of leave that alone as a trilogy. I mean, I I love Matrix Reloaded as a second film. I'm not a big fan of the third one. But I think just leave, and obviously the first one's a masterpiece, but I think um, that they need to be left alone. I'm a bit nervous about that. But I think here it's it's fine. It's not, annoyed me as a long-term fan i i think it is just for fans though i don't think anyone yeah. could come into this and go and and see it as a standalone film and and like it i think it's, i think if anything it would come across it would be terrible if i'm brutally honest i think you need those see those previous films to kind of get an understanding of the characters and the ridiculousness of those and you know know that it's present in this film as well yeah and i think the sad thing is that we are probably at the age now where we're going to be seeing a lot of the films that we loved as a kid or, you know, even a young adult getting mm. reboots and remakes and sequels and stuff like that. And it's, you know, Star Wars is a classic example, you know, did, did they need another sequel? No, I'll be honest. You know, it was, I'm a Star mm. Wars fan true, you know, through and through, but I don't think they needed that sequel trilogy. It was, no. you know, it was, it was Disney getting their money's worth and creating a whole line of merchandise and a you know a whole yeah. whole new saga to a whole new generation. I get that, but was there anything wrong with the, you know the, the 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 original trilogy? No, kids love that as it is. You know the sequel, you know so the prequel trilogy. It's not perfect, but it's out there, and maybe that even didn't need to be made as well. It's you know it's a, it's, really- a it's a weird one because for each franchise is franchise has been weird so. Star Wars, I think I, I agree with what you said there. I, in retrospect, now that all of those new, that new trilogy is finished, I don't think it added much to it, to be honest. It had no. some good, and all the good moments were moments that harked back to the original. Yeah. Um, it wasn't it's that many great, fresh. Exactly. But then you got something like a franchise like Mission Impossible, which I've been chatting to a few mates about. And it just seems to get better and better after probably, for me, the worst one is Mission Impossible 2. And after oh, yeah. that, they slowly get better. And at, to the point where I think the l- most recent one, Fallout, is, is easily the best one. So it's, it's, a bit, it's hard to judge some of these franchises. Some just get better. The Bond film is, is up and films are up and down. Uh, Casino Royale was obviously a great return to form. Um, but I think his other ones have been a bit up and down. Skyfall is obviously great as well. But I think, Yeah, I think it's a case of, you know, if you look at the Bill and Ted thing, it was a... It had original cast members. Um, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't like one of these films where, oh, it's a prequel or a sequel, but it's set way in the future, and we've now got uh, an older or a younger version of them because we couldn't get the original back. You know, I, I, I hate yeah. it when they make films and they haven't got the original cast. Like again, it's another thing where I just think, well, what's the point if you haven't got the original people? It's, it's yeah, totally. But this was, you know, this was something that had an original cast. Um, same gags, all that kind of thing, you know, and it, and it works. Yeah. Mission Impossible, same people each time. You know, you got uh, Tom Cruise, Bing Rames, um, Simon Pegg. Yeah, Simon Pegg has become obviously a regular in it as well. A lot of the same themes. It, you know, it's been go- it's been quite consistent for the last twenty years. And then you've got something like Star Wars, where it was fine in its first instance. You know, its first trilogy. And then there was 20 years between them and the, sequ- uh, the prequels. Mm. 
and it's different cast. Some same characters like Obi Wan Kenobi and yeah. you know Anakin and whatever, but it's completely different actors, and it's yeah. it's a story that we we know what's going to happen because you know that you know you know the story of Anakin Skywalker and overcomes yeah. Darth Vader. So you know, and then sh- you know, shoot forward another twenty years, and you've got um, the you know the, the the sequel trilogy again, new cast members, some original cast members, but it's all new things, and it's 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 almost like when a TV show ends and they make a spin-off of that TV show, but they don't have any of the original characters. And you just think, well, this what's isn't, the point? what's the point? It's just, it's, you know, I, you've, you've slapped, you've slapped your name on it or you slapped this thing's name on it, but it's not that thing anymore because it's got, you know, it might be in the same location or it might have the odd cameo, but it's, it's not the same thing anymore. It's just, yeah, it's, it's just... It's, you can see with Star Wars, it's very much a cash cow where it was like it yes. more focused on, like you said, merch and getting, getting people to pay money. Whereas if, with Bill and Ted face the music, it's very much fan service that that was actually made. It yeah, seems that and... there's a lot of fans going, Oh, I wouldn't mind an extra film. Um, again, it's not a, a masterpiece by any means, but I think it does. Uh, p- for me, at least, it pleases me as a Bill and Ted fan that yeah. this film come out and it wasn't crap. Um, I think is the best best um, review I could give it, really. Yeah, um, I think I think if you can come out of a film and go, yes, I'm fine with that being made, then yeah, yeah then you know, if if you come out of a a sequel or, or a reboot and then you go, why would why do they bother? Then that's where it kind of falls down its face and that and. You, know, you get things like the, the Point Break remake. Brilliant. Oh, yeah. Not touch it. I, I don't watch that. Don't watch that. Yeah. Um, okay. So if we go on to ratings then, because I thought we could actually rate all three of those okay. because we'd we, between us, we've both watched them relatively recently. Okay. So I'll, we'll go flick between each film. So I'll start with excellent adventure so i think for me it's a uh, it's an absolute guilty pleasure it's a childhood film like i said so for me it's 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 a 10 out of 10 i can't okay. get any lower than that uh, what about yourself uh i'd probably say a nine okay a high nine only because i'm still it's not it's you know i don't have this nostalgic yeah. memories as much as you do it's a very good film absolutely loved it you know very funny um it just wasn't, it wasn't the, the, you know, it's not my favourite film of that period. It's not my favourite yeah. film of that kind of genre and stuff. But it's definitely, definitely a very good watch in that. And, um, nice. Yeah. T- I'm happy with that. I'm happy with the nine. I'll take that. Fair point. Um, Bogus Journey. Um, for me, it's, it's nowhere near as good. Um, but I still have slight nostalgic value with it, watching that growing up as well. And I love death. So I, I've given that seven out of ten. I would give that a generous five out of ten <laughs> because I feel like I said I think maybe watching them both back to back, literally one after the other, didn't help because you know it was that dynamic shift straight away. Like you know the expectation was there. Yeah. Um, I just I just didn't have as much fun watching it as I did the first one and that. And you know the, the yeah. first one was was a lot of fun, mm-hmm. but this one just seemed a lot more convoluted and a lot more you know a bit darker and kind of lost the essence of what made the first one that bit more fun but i think yeah. i think maybe a couple more re, you know rewatches um would um would make me change my mind I, suppose. No, I think that's i think that is fair it's definitely um 
nowhere near as good. But um, yeah, that's fair. Fair point. Fair enough. Uh, and then going on to the recent one, Face the Music. For me, um, like we've just well, I've just summarised what we've just said there. I, I'm glad. It, I'm glad. I'm just happy it got released. To be honest, I was glad. It's nice to hear when f- fans are heard. Um, that they want a film to be released and actually comes to fruition and it's actually um, done and you know majority of the main cast are on board it's just nice to see that Um, it was funny it it didn't blow me away but the story was I'm not really there for the story I'm there for kind of just the upbeat ridiculous fun part of it really Um, so overall I didn't come out disappointed um, but um, I wouldn't rush to see it again. I don't think so. I, I have also bumped this up slightly to a seven um, in the sense that I've just got that childhood love for these characters anyway. So seven from me. What about yourself? I would, yeah, I would, um, yeah, I would agree with that. I think that's a, I think it's a fair rating. I, I think um, it has a lot of the, you know, a lot of good fan service, a lot of good nostalgic parts. It has a lot of good new ground that it covers as well. Um, it just yeah, there's just there's just things in it that you know annoyed me more than probably should do, and you know, I don't know why, but there you go. But um, but yeah, I I I would I would agree. I think a seven seven out of ten would be a a decent enough score for uh, for what was a nice a nice kind of trip down, not necessarily memory lane for me, <laughs> but kind of like short short term memory lane. Yeah, short term memory lane, but like you know, it was just a nice kind of throwback, and to see that you know to see. You know the original cast, and what what you can kind of tell is um, kind of a labour of love, love kind of thing. And like I said, you know, listen to the fans and say, you know, his his one last journey for the guys and stuff like that, and you know, close it off nicely. And um, yeah, I definitely think it will be. I I'd, I'd be very very surprised if they did another one. I oh, you don't doubt need it. You very do, do much. Not need it. No, I doubt very much. Even with lockdown, it's going to bring enough money for them to go. Yes. Yeah, let's bring another one. So, yes. I think it is like you said. It's a good, good closure on that sort of trilogy, if you want. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Good ratings then. Um, right. Well, thanks for that. Again, that's flown by. Um, we'll have to get you on again for another top five. I know we've been talking about top fives, and we were saying about perhaps doing um well a couple um we was going to do talk about superhero films that weren't dc and marvel um yes. i know we we kind of said that in passing and then as we looked um done, well certainly for me we did a bit of research about what those could be and i've got at least 20 from a quick look yes um, so it'd be good to sort of whittle those down and revisit those and i think out of that 20 there were some that i hadn't seen um that I'd be keen to just check out and see um, see what the score's about. So if you're up for that, we'll perhaps get you down for another episode and cover that, if that's okay. I look forward to it. Nice. Okay, well, thanks again, Max. Thanks for a fair review. I don't think um, you broke my heart too much about <laughs> Bill and Ted. So uh, appreciate that. So thanks again, and we'll get you on again soon. Thanks very much. And everybody, remember, be excellent to each other. And, and party, party on, on. dudes! <laughs> <laughs> nice.